Mecham Auctions, the world's largest collector car auction company, returns to Indy with Dana Mecham's 37th Original Spring Classic, May 10th through the 18th at the Indiana State Fairground. 3,000 muscle cars, Corvettes, exotics, and more. Broadcast on Motor Trend TV and streaming live on Max. From avid collectors to those new to the Mecham experience, we welcome everyone. Register to bid now at Mecham.com. The border is the biggest issue in America, and I've only said so a million times, and no matter what else is going on, I'm going to keep saying so. The border is the biggest issue in the U.S. Tony Katz, Tony Katz today, good to be with you. Find everything at TonyKatz.com. The border is it. I don't think there's another way to engage the conversation. If we take a look, if we take a look, if we take a look at the conversation regarding Israel, if we take a look at the conversation regarding China, no matter where you look, it has a result to the southern border. It has an effect on how all of us live in every single way. And yet we have a Congress that still does nothing. I, I sometimes refer to it as, as, as stalemate. Well, stalemate would mean that there's somehow an attempt to try and do something. Where's even the attempt? Senator Mike Braun joins me right now from Indiana, candidate for governor in Indiana as well. He was just at the border. He was saying to me, Tony, I had to get up early and, and go to bed late yesterday, which is, you know, it's, it's how Americans do it, sir. Uh, that's the way that works. Uh, you were just there. First of all, which sector were you in? And, and talk to me about what you saw. So I was in Maverick County, uh, Eagle Pass. Uh, 28,000 people live in Eagle Pass. And so you understand the border. Uh, you got the Rio Grande area, the Del Rio area. And Texas is the only place actually pushing back. Now, Governor Abbott's done a heck of a job. And that's a long border stretch from the Gulf over to El Paso. And now, percentage-wise, more crossings are occurring, and I didn't know that until yesterday, in New Mexico, Arizona, and California, because legislatures and governors are basically lined up with uh, our fearless leader, Biden. So, uh it is most stark when you look at two and a half years ago when I was there with about 16 other senators, Cornyn and Cruz organized that. Go back to the final months of Trump administration, 15 to 20,000 crossings. It, when you put out the open border sign, got rid of the stay in Mexico policy, did everything to reverse what was working. It ticked up in the first few months to 50, 60, 70,000. Now it's 200,000 a month, and there's a category called gotaways of 60,000. These aren't asylum seekers. These are people from the over now 150 nationalities that come in that don't want to be caught. Like the one that was nabbed in the northern county from Maverick about six months ago as a gotaway, released to the custody of his family, he was driving the vehicle with five smuggled immigrants uh, and that ran into a couple from Georgia, eight people killed. Yesterday, uh, got earlier that morning, some folks coming in from Florida to help 
One of the young men had to jump off the airboat to save a toddler that was going to drown. It is pure triage, no enforcement. And it's all due to the Biden administration saying no borders. We don't mind it. We think it's going to benefit us politically. Well, it's, you know, when we discuss the border in, in a lot of ways, there there's plenty of blame to go uh, around. Let, let's start with Joe Biden. Of course, there was a move from the House of Representatives to impeach uh, the Secretary of Homeland Security, Alejandro Mayorkas. That failed. You had a series of uh, Republicans, which I have uh, jokingly had them referred to as the placate eight, uh, I believe is what has been said, say they're not going uh, to, to do this. Ken Buck uh, of Colorado and some others uh, uh, among them. Is is this something that you would have favored the impeachment of Mayorkas as a way of uh, stating that it is indeed the Biden administration that that has to take the top line blame here of what we're seeing? either resign or be impeached. It's a dereliction of duty. And for Ken and the other seven, the placate eight, uh, they're then agreeing with, condoning what Biden and all Democrats are interested in doing. And it begs the question, you mentioned it earlier, why isn't Congress doing anything? Well, you got the eight there that would not make it doable, maybe on any type of border security. If they're leaning that direction to where they think Mayorkas is okay, that means they're probably not going to be part of that few that you could, uh, you can't lose many to have it pass in the House. And I can tell you there's not one Democrat on the Senate side, maybe other than a Joe Manchin, that would be interested in doing it. You need 60 senators. So therefore, Congress can't do anything. That gives Biden free reign to not enforce anything, to condone what the current situation is. That's the pickle we're in. Hopefully that gets litigated next November. But, I, you know, we, you know, we, I, I don't disagree that Biden is the issue, but we can clearly see that as, as a matter of sheer politics, uh, the left and the right have failed on the border and have failed on the border uh, for four years. So is, is the problem uh, the Republicans and an unwillingness to bring a strategy? Or is the problem the Democrats and an unwillingness to care about what happens at the border because the issue is better than a solving of the issue? The problem uh, probably pre, I'm not sure when it would be, definitely pre-Biden, you had Democrats that were interested in border security just to protect wages. And somewhere prior to the Biden administration, I don't think that was all cooked up just when he got elected, things changed in terms of the political calculation. And that was due to the fact that the border issue was just of normal complication. How do you do things for folks already here? Uh, What do you do with work visas? Those were practical things that were done, uh, not done simply because of the malaise of this place. Now it's gotten more complicated because we can't get to 60 senators. And that's because the calculation has changed. There's almost every Republican in the Senate, other than the few in the House that you mentioned, that may be siding with Democrats to where we'd be for it. Then you run into 60 senators. You could have gotten 60 senators seven, eight, nine, ten years ago together. You had groups working on it. But Never did they think it would catapult to cascade towards where one side was purely for open borders. So now it's more 
untenable than what it was with the normal malaise we had to where they just couldn't get together because it was a tricky issue. The idea that the Democratic Party is fine with open borders, is that political talk? Meaning, is 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 that the, the position of the party or is that the position of the progressives who seem to have other Democrats scared? Because Henry, I don't mean to interrupt and answer my own question, Henry Cuellar, Democrat who's on, in, in those border towns, he's been strong as hell about the border. So I'm asking for a better definition, sir. So one of uh, 200 and some, I don't hear anybody else other than him. He's in the place where all the action is. So he's obviously hearing that from his constituents. No, I think it goes deep through the party now. Uh, Otherwise, speak up. Uh, When I say one senator, I think that would buck what Biden wants to do. Uh, Pelosi never, when she had the gavel, was talking about uh, doing something that would be other than the policies that have been in place since Biden has been president, they've coalesced around that. So they're going to wear that albatross around their neck and they're going to have to deal with it politically. And I think that with a weakening economy, a sugar high one that we've had over the last two and a half years, that's given us inflation, huge debt. Those are going to be big issues that they can't run away from. We need to be faster footed and articulate them better. Talking to Senator Mike Braun of Indiana, Republican candidate for governor uh, in in Indiana, just spent some time uh, at the border. Let me push back on you for a moment. And let's talk about uh, the Republicans, because I do not know if you could get America to say, oh, yeah, the Republicans want to do this, 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 this and this or one of those. This is that I just mentioned. Where's the policy is is the Senate. While you're there, uh, you know, you're not running for re-election in the Senate. You're running for, for governor. Is the Senate ever going to make a move to at least make this issue the most front and center thing in America? I agree. Not only on the border. We have been in defensive mode probably since the Great Society days. And I disagree with our own leadership. We can't rely on the courts to undo stuff we don't like. When we didn't like Obamacare, we should have been for reforming the healthcare industry. Well, leadership said, don't mess with it. Look at the mess we've got there as well. And until recently, Tony, I have not seen 41 Republicans agree that the southern border is an issue. That happened just about a month ago to where that now has been elevated to more importance in my opinion, than any of the supplemental aid packages that leadership would generally like to get them all across the finish line. So that dynamic has changed. Whether we'll really do something with it, whether that takes some type of house cleaning through another election, who knows? But that was a change in dynamic that I observed just about a month ago to where the southern border has now been elevated to a more important level, take care of our own national security there than trying to police the world and guarantee helping them, borrowing the money, every penny of it. That's a difference that just has occurred. And hopefully we'll run with that over the next month and make some headway with it. Does does anybody believe that our problem with the border is that we're not willing to put enough money to it? I mean, are we not willing to put enough money to it? The amount of money that the Trump administration was putting towards it, having big results, 
was chump change compared to the tens and hundreds of billions that have been spent on all other kinds of escapades here. It won't cost that much. That's not the issue. And it can be paid for. Thank goodness Mike Johnson finally put a spending bill out there, aid to Israel, that has a pay for. That's a different dynamic. I've never heard that out of Senate leadership. So maybe something is changing. Otherwise, shame on us. They've been rolling us for decades. Something has got to change there. As as you see it, uh, you're there at the border talking with Border Patrol, uh, taking a look at things. What are they telling you right now? The biggest issue at the border is fill in the blank, sir. 24 sheriffs uh, get a hold of me, the Indiana Sheriff's Association, asking to go down to the border with them. That means our own state and every other state is like that, is now feeling the consequences of it. It is pitiful when you talk to Sheriff Schmerber in Maverick County, the county where Eagle Pass is, where the focus of the cartels now would be, it's the weakest link, 13 deputies. This is a county the size of a small hunk of Indiana. Uh, they are in full helpless and nearly hopeless mode. And they're just asking for anything in terms of the federal government changing. Biden is doing nothing. If it wasn't for Greg Abbott, at least shipping people to Chicago and New York, finally now, the sanctuary city folks, the people that have been condoning all this are weighing in. And I think that is going to maybe move in a direction that hurts the open border policy too between now and then. They just are in triage. Uh, a, a state uh, a trooper from Florida helping them had to jump off an airboat yesterday to save a toddler. Uh, the people coming across the border there, they were on call constantly having to go out to help the border patrol just in the short time we were there. It is untenable. Uh, something's got to give. They're just on the front line of it. Senator Mike Braun of Indiana, Republican candidate for governor in Indiana. I appreciate you taking the time. I'm Tony Katz, uh, and I will I will tell you, uh, uh, Senator, um, there there is clearly enough blame uh, to go around. Uh, but I'd be curious before I let you go: is there anything, any conversation happening in the halls of Congress anywhere, no matter in what deep dark recesses? that make you go, possibly something could happen that's worthwhile. Like, I mean, I'm grasping here, I get it. So currently, and we talked about a little bit earlier, uh, there's more interest among Republicans and Democrats on the supplemental aid packages, Israel, Ukraine, and Taiwan. But I think now, if the House holds its ground at the southern border, will be the first thing that we attend to, and maybe something will get done there. The president still would have to sign it. I doubt that that will occur. So that means it's gonna be more of the same. But around this place, nothing happens quickly. And this should be litigated between now and next November in a way that the American public are loud and clear about it. Yeah, we're not, this is, this is far from quickly, sir. Far from quickly. <laughs> Senator Mike Braun of Indiana, a Republican candidate for governor in Indiana. I appreciate you taking the time to be with us. More is coming up. Find everything at TonyCats.com. This is Tony Katz today.